We would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio, Derek and Doug, talking all things Disney while we sit at Disney World, but we're going to talk about Disneyland. Yeah, so check out our Star Cruiser episode coming out, but it's going to be a lot of fun that we're going to be having, but first we got to talk about all the fun that Doug had at Disneyland, but first we also have to shout out two new Patreons, Joe and Kristen. Thank you so much for joining the Rope Drop Radio community, getting all the bonus and lots of bonus audio that Doug's been leaving after shows. We got some more stuff happening while we are here. So if you want any more information on Patreon and all that stuff, go in the show notes and check it out. Yeah, the bonus audio is on our churro level, and I left a lot of bonus audio from Disneyland. One time I just walked across California Adventure and ranted, basically. So... Yes, check that out, Patreons. And another way that you can help us out is by leaving a review. We're not catching up much, but we are making a dent. So, Doug, we have another one. Who is it by? All right, this week's Apple Podcast Review. Leave a five-star review. We will read it on air eventually. Is by Haley Schuyler. So, thank you, Haley. It's titled, New Listener, Five Stars. Very much enjoyed the Genie episode. I think you took a complicated subject and broke it down into concise explanations and helpful suggestions looking forward to checking out other episodes thanks well that's great glad we can help people out so that always makes it worth doing this podcast when people learn something from us right in that episode i don't know that we fully understand genie i don't know that disney understands genie plus and once they start to learn it or understand it they're going to change it anyway We'll see how virtual queues go and Genie Plus tomorrow with our group of five guys. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We're all kind of trying to get Tron, so hopefully, fingers crossed, it all works out. Absolutely. So, all right, Doug, you just flew halfway across, well, not halfway, halfway. all you the way across halfway. the country. I flew halfway across the country. Doug flew all the way across the country. You went to Disneyland. So let's first talk about why did you go to Disneyland and what is this trip all about? So we wanted to get out to Disneyland to see Avengers Campus. That was the main driver and see the new nighttime offerings, all that sort of stuff. But we were going to go at Christmas break. And if you remember Christmas break episodes, there was Grumpy Doug a little bit. And um, Southwest Airlines just, you know, took that strategy of not flying customers when they're an airline. And so we had to reschedule because the tickets would expire eventually. So we rescheduled for Memorial Weekend, basically. It's when it fit for our kids with all their activities. So that's why we went to Disneyland and why we went at this time of year. And how long did you stay and where did you stay at? So we stayed one night at, um, boy, they're changing this Paradise Pier right now, but it's becoming Pixar Place Hotel. And then we stayed two nights at the Grand Californian. 
And we stayed at the two different places because they didn't have room availability for all three nights together. It was annoying. We did not want to change hotels. We wanted to stay at Grand California in all three nights, but they said that we couldn't have three nights consecutively or some, I don't know. It was a thing. So we got to move. But the Pixar Place Hotel just opened its lobby like two days before we got there. I wouldn't call it done. It was just kind of open. And like, I think it, the cast members that checked us in, it was their first time at the desk as well. They didn't know where stuff was. It was great. It was just wonderful. And you kind of like the bell services is like in a bank convention room. The restaurant's not open yet. The gift shop, it literally has a sign that says hotel gift shop. That's the name of it, Derek. Well, Disney's really theming a lot on that one. Yeah. They worked harder on their signs on the construction walls. One said, like, rendering in progress, which I thought was funny. It's Pixar. Like, why not name that the gift shop? Like, rendering in progress shop or something. That's hilarious. So it was right there. Right there for the taking. More creative people need to work at Disney, maybe? I don't know. Or too many people are trying to be creative, and then they just do the uh, worst solution possible. Right. And I will say this. It's a good thing the room's getting redone because it needs it. I think there was like three outlets in the whole room. It was rather painful, like extremely painful, the outlet situation. Derek, you would not have survived. There was no USB plugs for you. Uh, Newsflash, I didn't bring anything but USBs for this trip. So, uh, I yeah, I would not have survived. So how about uh, the other side, Grand California? How was that one? Okay, so Grand California, wait. I got to mention, we did get to ride in the service elevator at Pixar Place or Paradise Pier, whichever. I don't know what to call it because there's no sign up and it's in the middle of changing. But so you actually use the service elevator, which is a bit sketchy. Um, When the new elevators open, they will have the type of elevator system that Destino Tower at Coronado Springs has, where you push what floor you want to go to and you get your own elevator, uh, which people can't understand either. But um service elevators a little tower terry like and they didn't theme or like clean or fresh coat of paint like you're literally in the service elevator with the service people not gonna lie you're making me want to stay there now just to experience that don't don't there's a reason michelle says if the you're staying at pixar or paradise for the price point she usually takes people to the hojo for a reason I'm going to say she's right. Just Grand California. Let's move on to bigger and better. All right. Sounds good because I've stayed at that Howard Johnson, that Marriott. So I've never stayed at any of the on-property resorts. So Grand California is kind of the nicest, biggest one that they have. And so how is that? Let me just say how nice it is to go from getting a churro in the park after getting off an attraction to your room in under four minutes. Like the kids were still eating their churro when we got to the room so that is pretty fantastic the entrance to california adventure from the grand californian makes it worth it if you're wondering what it's worth that you can't it's hard to quantify it with a price they do they do a fine job of that um also the entrance into disney Downtown Disney. I was going to say Disney Springs, Derek. I've come full circle and calling yeah. it. Wow, I normally call it Downtown Disney when it's Disney Springs. Um, it's also great 
and you do security in the hotel before you go in the park, which is also nice because you're not in the huge lines of security. So that's pretty cool. Um, but the room is great. It's been uh, significantly updated since we were there last. We were there seven or eight years ago. They had the bunk beds, and it was really dark. Now it's really bright, um, kind of same theming, everything like that, but much nicer. Really like the room. It's huge, plenty of room for our family. We also stayed club level, Derek. Oh, now you're going even fancier. So you get your own food, drink. What's club level like over on the West Coast? It's very similar to the East Coast. Um, it has certain hours and different things at different times of day. I don't understand why they can't do like a hot breakfast. I'm going to say that. But I drink enough Coke Zero to, to try to get my money's worth. I don't know how much Coke Zero I had, but it was a significant amount of Coke Zero. Concerning. That, that does scare me a little bit. So yeah, you, you might have a problem. There are people you can see for that. I don't know who would want to take me on as a client, Derek. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about why you really went there. It's because I did something that you have never done, and that's Avengers Campus. And as soon as I do something that Doug hasn't done, they have to make a B-list to get there. So uh, I want to hear your overall first impressions about what it's like to walk into DCA and walk into Avengers Campus. So Avengers Campus, I, I don't know. It... It's not as big as you think it's going to be, especially where Spider-Man, like, performs. It's literally just a sidewalk. Where that, that surprised me. I thought maybe there was a little better viewing for that. I know I had heard there isn't, but, you know. Um, but it, it's good. I like the overall, it, could they use that second new attraction like they were planning to do? Absolutely. It's kind of like, and eh, we're done. Um, kind of like, but two has very special shops multiple different little eateries lots going on even though there's still just two attractions so same number of attractions but the rest of it doesn't have as much happening there are lots of characters out and about and the little stunt shows but i like my characters with lines and organization and set times and you don't get that in california derek Oh, I loved it. I just saw Loki walking around and like all the ladies follow him. It was, it was great. Yeah. My kids spent most of the time just making fun of how they look almost like the characters, you know, like, like Loki, Loki, discount, Captain America, you know, that sort of stuff. I don't understand what you're talking about. Those are the characters. That's them there. Yep. Okay. And so did you, uh, did you do Guardians of the Galaxy while you were there? Um, no one would let me ride that with them. They said I would vomit on them. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that would be a tough one for you. Lots of screens, lots of up and downs. I really was wondering if you were going to put a patch on and try it out. No, no, no can do. Going to do my best with Tron tomorrow morning. And so we're saving up the motion sickness for that. Um, but didn't do Guardians, but we did Web Slingers five times in three days. So we did some standby. We did some uh, lightning lanes. We had a package. We added the lightning lanes. And with the lightning lanes out west at Disneyland, you also get memory maker. So you get all of your photo pass pictures that way. So it really made, like, we were going to buy a photo pass because my wife loves pictures. So getting lightning lanes or Genie Plus there made sense. And so we got a... Lightning lane almost every day, like 
it's crazy. The the times don't move out. They just so it was almost frustrating because Michelle's wanting to stack stuff for the evening, and nothing's in the evening to stack. So it was a different kind of problem. But Web Slingers is good. It's fun. It's chaotic. I know there's lots of secrets to it where people are getting millions of points. I stink at it, Derek. Yeah, you uh, you did not do well at all. I did better than you when I went on it. So um, I was going to ask, do you know any secrets, any hacks, anything you could share with our listeners, and you got nothing? I got nothing. Um, so I scored in like the 100 to 130 range every time, or 150 one time maybe. I don't know. I never broke 200. I know that. Um, I beat Alden every time, but the girls beat me every time. Michelle a couple times got 500,000 plus. So one time she rode on her own because it's built for families of four, like everything else. So me and the kids were on one side. She was on the other. And they didn't fill in anybody with her. And she single-handedly built, beat us four as a team. I don't know if that's really good or really bad. Bad for you. Great for Michelle. Congratulations. You are a web-slinging master and why you're the rope drop queen and do, you know, so much amazing things with touring plans. So congrats. But, Doug, I'm a little disappointed. For how many, uh, you know, Toy Story Midway Mania dominance and Buzz Light, you're a galactic hero. You can't figure out web-slingers. No. And you would think by the fifth time I would have improved some. But I didn't. I just was stagnant. It was like the fifth time was as good as the first time. Just when you think you're figuring stuff out, nothing. I got nothing, Derek. All right. Well, let's talk about Pim's Kitchen because this is one I was excited for you to try out. I was really uh, – I wanted you to get that chicken sandwich, and I know you did. Mm-hmm. So overall, what are your thoughts of Pim's? So the chicken sandwich, it was good. It was flavorful, but it was just a chicken sandwich with a very tiny bun. I, I mean – as a gimmick, it, but the food wasn't anything like, oh my gosh, I have to eat here next time I come. It was good. It was. It had its gimmicks. Um, the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, both girls got those. They didn't really like it. I ended up eating some of Claire's, and it might have been one of the grossest things I've eaten. I had like three bites just to confirm. It was awful. But they put like coloring in the bread, and like it literally looked moldy. I don't understand what they're... The PIM particle doesn't color things as it makes it bigger and smaller. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't try that one, so that might have to be next no. on the list. Okay, then just no. don't. I'll go back to my chicken sandwich. Stick with the chicken sandwich. Um, Alden got the uh, pasta and unmeat balls or whatever. That looked like the best thing, really. And like in the pictures of it, it comes in like a big spoon type thing. They don't. It was just in a bowl. All right. Well, anything else, uh, Avengers Campus or DCA? Because we need to move over to Disneyland. Um, it was the the Avengers Campus. It was good. I enjoyed it. You know, for what it was. I I don't know if unless you're a huge Marvel fan, I wouldn't say make a specific trip just for it. But Web Slingers is fun. I'll say that. So on to the next topic. All right. Well, you go across the park. You guys bounce back and forth quite a bit. I saw the pictures. So let's talk Disneyland. It's uh, the original, the OG. It's been a while since you've been there. So uh, what's it like now? And let's talk about some of the things that you did. So, you know, what I want to hit on is things that are Disneyland-only attractions because we're Disney World people, so we made those a priority. Uh, we did early entry all th- 
two of the three days. One day we flew in. We you know so we couldn't early entry that early, but take advantage of early entry. Now that it's just Disneyland hotel guests, like the three hotels, is awesome. You get tons done. So it makes staying on property actually a value. Where before all the good neighbors got it. And like you got it when you're at the Hojo, right? So now you you get there and like the Hojo people are looking at you like, oh, are they? What? I don't get it. So we got a ton done during that in both California Adventure and at Disneyland Park. So like we rope drop Toad, we did Alice, and then Hyperspace Mountain and Buzz Lightyear all in that first half hour. That was pretty solid. Other than, and they're all attractions that are unique to Disneyland. And yes, Buzz Lightyear is at both. Space Mountain's at both. But Space Mountain's very different. Track, everything, layout, even where you sit. And it's hyperspace mountain, so it's Star Wars themed. And then Buzz is different because the guns you pick up, they're on like a cord. The points don't make any sense. It's it's not nearly as much fun, but I'll argue with any Disneyland faithful on that. But um so we got those four done before the the mob came like we jumped into buzz's line as that mob was coming and the day before at california adventure we jumped into the web slingers line like as the mob was coming at us so it was pretty fantastic timing but those were things we did at rope drop but we also made sure we did autotopia yes we have tomorrowland speedway at disney world but it's an extremely different experience and attraction there you like drive through nature up and down hills, around corners. Is it still a stinky, smelly, loud car? Absolutely. Does that add to the charm? Not at all. But it, it is very different. I'd say it's a must-do if you're a Disney World person doing Disneyland. And then I did great moments with Mr. Lincoln. It It's a lot like um, Hall of Presidents if there was just one president. I'll sum it up with that. Did I potentially take a solid nap in there? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And then after I was done with that, I went and tried to save space for a parade with just my rope drop radio hat. But wow, that's that's a lot of stuff you covered right there. Uh, a lot of things. A lot of things. So I mean, what else did you guys do, and how was the parade and all the shows and all the things? All right, we also did pirates because it's very different, um, almost more of a thrill ride at moments, right? Uh, the kids forgot about that. I mean, it'd been a while since the kids had been. I've been a couple times in between, but. Um, we did a lot of things like Jungle Cruise and all the, the regulars, but didn't even step foot in Batu, which was weird. Uh, they did Thunder Mountain. Uh, over in California Adventure, we did everything multiple times. And Credit Coaster, or as I kept calling it, California Screaming. Like, and then the kids would yell at me, like, Dad, it's not California Screaming. I'm like, I'm like, well, we're just going to head over to MGM Studios now. Um, so... But they also did Mission Breakout multiple times. Radiator Springs was down on a rope drop day. So we ended up buying an individual lightning lane later. Because that saved us so much time. Basically, that being down cost me $100. That's how I feel. Disneyland, thank you for that. Um, We didn't go on Little Mermaid, though. We didn't do many of the, like, the, I don't know what the the swings and the other the zephyr the things that just spin we did do the whirlwind of emotions and uh, that was fun michelle and i sat in the ones with the little memory erasers and before it was done i said i hope we get that one because i'm getting old and my memory's going it'd be appropriate and that's the dad joke of the day
Darn right. There you go. So, man, you guys got a lot done. What was the crowd like while you were there? Um, it was pretty crowded. It was busy. It was it was uh, elbow to elbow everywhere, especially in Disneyland Park. So, like, it's narrow. It's just there's people everywhere. There's it, When they built Disney World, they made everything wider than they did at Disneyland. They learned from the mistakes. They... They got rid of some of those traffic jam areas, and you can tell. So that was one big thing. But we did do the night times. I alluded to the parade saving space. So, like, it was a weekend, a holiday weekend. Locals that have annual passes have time, right? So, like, you're not concerned about getting attractions in. So they'll come and sit for two and a half hours for fireworks or parades. I don't know what time they started sitting for fireworks at the front, like I, they were just there. Like, I don't know. It was insane, but they all bring blankets or beach towels. It just covered the curb. I had a hat. So I sat there for an hour with my hat and my hands and elbows kind of out. I looked like a weirdo. Plus my hair had to be great. Just like hat head. It was fantastic. But the parade is called uh, magic happens because all the names come from the same, like, the, you know, like a Kino machine with the balls, Derek? Yep. They put words on there like magic, happens, happiness, believe, wonderful. Imagination. Imagination. And they, they just like, and it pops up, and that's how they name crap. It's 100%. So magic happens. It has a lot of new things. You have a cocoa um, float and Moana's in there, Frozen, Princess and the Frog. And then Sword in the Stone somehow makes an appearance because that float needs to belong there in a time where the Disney company is cutting costs at all corners. Let's run a Sword in the Stone float. It didn't make sense. That was the only old thing that had a float. If you had to pick a classic attraction to float up, not it. I mean, might as well throw an Oliver and company out there for all I care. Anywho, I digress. But then they have, of course, the last float has all the princesses and then, like, characters walking around. Like, Aladdin is just a character walking around, but Sword in the Stone gets a float, Derek. How does that make you feel? Uh, definitely wondering what they found in the back. Someone, like, Imagineers, like, what floats do we have that were made years ago that we can just repurpose real quick? I, why? But why even pay the actors to be on the float? That doesn't make any sense. And the dude to drive the float, like, mind-boggling. It's some executive's favorite movie. It has to be. It's Bob Chapek's favorite movie. And Iger hasn't found out yet about it. Well, if anything, the Star Cruisers will teach that that's going to be cut sooner rather than later. So let's talk about the uh, the nighttime shows. Two really great nighttime shows, World of Color. So, uh, and... Yeah. I don't even know the other one then. Forwards? Fireworks. Fireworks. Wow. Fireworks, Derek. You must, you can, you must type that. I was tired. Um, so World of Color is California Adventure. It's in the lagoon. You do a virtual boarding group to get a space. But you still need to be an hour early for said space so that you can get a spot. Um, we were only 45 minutes early, so we were nowhere near a railing. But it's fountains with light-up colors and some projection on the water. They used to project stuff onto the the Mickey wheel back mm-hmm. there. That was awesome. Like video, they don't do that anymore. It's just on the, the water screens, and it's mostly just on the middle water screen. So that was a little disappointing. I feel like each time I've seen World of Color, which is four times now, it gets less and less 
colorful. Uh, the World of Doll. Yeah, and so this one's titled One, and then Fireworks. It's a new show called Wondrous Journeys. Once again, they used the old Kino machine to pick that name. Uh, one's a little different, though, isn't it? That's not on the spinner. Anyway, uh, the fireworks were good. The mu- I really liked the soundtrack to the fireworks because they didn't just have like medley of songs. They actually meshed them together. So you had Hercules singing I'll Go the Distance along with Belle singing Great Wide Out There whatever the title of that song is someone yell at me right now and then moana saying how far i'll go all like mixed together it was really cool um so i dig what they do with the music there they have better projections on main street like what's projected on the castle is back on main street which is good because the main street buildings are the same size as the castle at disneyland speaking of which when we first stepped onto main street derek so Alden and Claire both said the same thing in unison, not standing next to each other about the castle. Any idea what they said? Uh, It's bigger on the other side. I mean, it's small. It's small. They said, oh, the castle is Sam-sized. Oh, big sister getting taken out there. All right. Yeah, she's just barely five foot, folks. So, yeah, they made fun of her sister while looking at Disneyland's castle. It was a solid, it was a solid burn on both Disneyland and their sister. Yeah, fireworks were good. We watched them from our veranda the last night um, while eating club level snacks in a diet. Or not a diet, a Coke Zero. Okay. Well, you ha- you haven't talked much about food. Did you only eat in the club level, or did you actually do some more dining outside of Pim's? Oh, no, we did dining outside of Pim's. We didn't eat anything too spectacular most of the time, but we did um, go to Flo's V8 Cafe and Cars Land. It has some things that are just a little bit different. It used to have a very different menu. Now it's paired back to just a few things. Uh, the fried chicken with mashed potatoes and gravy is very good. Uh, it's a lot of chicken. I would think it could feed two people very easily. So even when, when it came, Michelle and I were like, we could have shared this. So we didn't, but we could have. So Flo's is good. We ate at Bengal Barbecue. That's one of my favorite places at Disneyland. Yeah, I will say, though, it their, their plate with rice and the things... So, like, a meal there is, it was the most expensive counter service I've ever had. Like, it's more expensive than Docking Bay 7 for some reason, and it's not as much food as Docking Bay 7. So, be aware of that. But, like, getting one skewer, like, as a like a heavy snack, I think, great. That's, like, six bucks. Yep. That's, but, that's what I do. Right. But getting a meal there, just it didn't really work, in my opinion. Meat on stick, Derek Happy. Right. That's a good thing. Um, we did do Lamplight Lounge finally. I've never been. It's been one of those things that's been like, oh, I need to go. And I got the nachos that everybody talks about, and they were fantastic. I enjoyed it. It was a good cheese-meat flavor ratio to chips to where I, I didn't get done and just have a pile of plain chips. That's the worst thing in nacho dumb. Nacho land? Nacho, you know what I, I mean. I gotcha. Yeah, um, they're good nachos. Alden had the burger. They have guac sauce stuff on the burger, and he said it tasted like an avocado, and it was wonderful. I didn't know he liked avocados. Um, Samantha, the oldest of the children, got the kids mac and cheese. Of course. Of course she did. Yeah, 
And Can't grow any taller when you're only eating mac no. and cheese, Sam. Right? She's going to stay Disneyland castle-sized eating mac and cheese. Michelle got a salad. So um, it was very good. We enjoyed our time there. And, uh, yeah, it was good. Food was good. We did not starve. Any other highlights from the trip from Disneyland make people want to book a trip to out west? So the great thing about Disneyland is you can hop back and forth so easily. Like there was a point where like we want to eat lunch at Flo's. So we left and we ate lunch. You can hop at 11. Um, It was great. Get the hopper. You won't regret it. It's like maybe 300 yards from gate to gate. It's so easy. It, that's one thing about Disneyland and staying at one of the Disneyland resorts, like especially the Grand Californian, you're, you're in the park, basically. Uh, the Disneyland hotels extra, you know, you're talking quarter mile walk, 400, 800 meters to gate. Um, lots of opportunities for dining and shopping in downtown Disney and you walk through that between the hotels and the parks. I, it's It's really great the way they do it the way it's set up it's compact tons of attractions right on top of everything also the matterhorn was not open so that's why i didn't mention the matterhorn earlier for all those people like you didn't go on the matterhorn that's only at disneyland yeah we we would have but we didn't uh the treehouse is not open either not that we would have gone i don't care what theme they throw in the treehouse i'm not climbing up steps as an attraction i am not that person but we love the the compactness of it uh what I don't like about Disneyland is it's a much more local park where Disney World, as a tourist, you feel kind of welcome as a tourist. Like, they ask at Disneyland, like, do you have your annual pass? Like, they don't ask if you have an annual pass. They ask for your annual pass for the discounts. I'm like, well, I have an annual pass, but it's for Disney World. And then they look at you like, tourist. Like, you know, it, it's a whole different vibe than disney world disney world is definitely families on vacation disneyland there are families on vacation don't get me wrong but it's a whole different like culture of of people there and uh depending on what you like that might influence but we had a great time at disneyland i don't know when we'll go back um it could be a while i don't know they don't have anything in the works right now that they're adding other than the tree house that they're working on and there's some construction walls up and some places in Disney or downtown Disney, but you know, they're, they're pitching this big expansion to the Anaheim city council. I, I think it will pass this time. They've tried and been told no, but I think Disneyland sees an opportunity to steal some of that vacation or market share that Disney world has. They want to attract the people flying from Brazil to LA not to Florida and I think they're gonna try to position in the next five years I think that's their goal and I can see that happening so it's a it's it's a great time a good vacation flying to John Wayne or Orange County or SNA airport with three names Derek it's hard to tell what it is on the board I like that airport good airport small airport small it's just barely bigger than Omaha but probably does triple the traffic which puts it behind regularly and it has a direct flight from there to Orlando yes which I did today on Breeze Airways I flew first class which was only $20 more than after I booked my ticket paid for my carry-on and then paid to pick a seat I'm like pay that and it was just four across instead of six across so I had all this room so much leg room and I got a drink and a snack. 
You are living the dream. So there you go. That is wraps it up for the trip report. Uh, definitely, I know you had a great time, and here we are about to have a great time on our trip. So we have four sets of trip reports coming up starting with this week. But if you want to take a trip out west to Disneyland or if you want to go to Disney World, you're going to have to go in the show notes, find the Touring Plans link. Those amazing destination specialists uh, have worked overtime for Doug and I the last couple weeks, so thank you for that. And they are amazing. We'll help you have a magical trip. If you want to check out any of the Patreon stuff that's going to be coming out here, that's already out and we have more coming to you while we've been doing all this traveling, go into our Patreon site and subscribe, help the show. And of course, you can always leave that five-star review so more people can find us. But Doug and I, we need to get to bed because we have to wake up early to get virtual cues for Tron in the morning and we have a full day at Magic Kingdom. And then we get on to the Galactic Star Cruiser. So... That is all the time we have. So for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.